Thanks for tuning in to Hungry Gen Audio Podcast. It would mean the world to us if you could help us spread the gospel message of Jesus by subscribing to, sharing, and leaving a review on this podcast. We are believing to see thousands saved locally and millions globally. Thanks and enjoy this week's message. I want us to pray because I was praying and I um, received a word actually on Wednesday here when we were ministering, when my husband was ministering, and just the word just fell on my spirit and I just want to deliver it um, to you so that the Lord can minister to wherever you're at today, whatever season, whatever situation that he sees you and that he knows you and that I'm just a mouthpiece so I can get out of the way and that Holy Spirit can just do his thing. Amen. So uh, just bow your heads with me and just open up your heart and just talk to the Lord for just a moment for you to receive and then that seed will not be robbed from you today. Amen. Father, I just thank you so much for what you have to say to your children. Lord, I just pray, Father, that you just come in such a way to remove all the lies, all of the deceptions that are just controlling people's minds, people's lives today. I thank you, God, that today's message is you, that you were the point of today, of today's message, not just to have a motivational message, but God, that you are the point, that you are the center, that you are the goal. So Holy Spirit, I just pray that you have your way and that Lord, that you would lead this place, Lord, that Holy Spirit, you come in such a way that you would stir and melt walls, remove hardened hearts, and that you would just touch people today and that testimonies will happen, Lord, that if people are here with their last string, Father, that this is their last bus stop, I thank you. God, that you are taking them out of that hopelessness to hope. Father, in Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen. Amen. So for those that want to follow, I will be taking um, the word from John 14. I will be reading from Passion Translation and a couple of verses from Amplified Version. So for those that want to follow with their phones or you actually have the physical Bible um, for uh, reference, uh, feel free to follow. I will be in John 14 the whole time. So today, I want to talk about going to the next level in life, that it's time, that it's time to go to the next level in life. And what does that look like? You know, there's many parts and a lot of golden truths in the scriptures that talk about maturity in Christ and how to get there. But I want to just focus on John 14 when Jesus introduces Holy Spirit to his disciples. The introduction to Holy Spirit. And I know uh, some of us have a relationship with Holy Spirit. And some of you say, I'm good with Holy Spirit. But I want to talk about the next level. I want to talk about the that it's time to go from the stress and the troubles of our heart to being in peace. Come on. And so I believe that the Lord wants to push through and that nothing will stop him from ministering to you right now. Now, because we have troubles in this life, and just like you heard this uh, lovely woman of God that just received salvation but freedom from her anxiety, that there are troubled hearts in this place today and in America. Right now, there's about 40 million adults that carry the diagnosis of anxiety, and it's increasing since 2018 exponentially, just going up, 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 faster and faster, and I could only imagine the statistic after 2020. <laughs> right? Uh, So you're like, man, I caught some anxiety myself, you know, with that wave. 
But I believe that before we can really understand what Holy Spirit can do for our lives, the Lord wants to minister to our troubled hearts. And with the troubled hearts, we have questions to ask Jesus. Did you ever ask yourself or tell yourself that when I go to heaven, I need to ask this question? Because I'm just at this place of why or this I don't know. And you're like, when I go to heaven, I need to ask the Lord this question. Well, in John 14, he has three disciples that are asking him uh, uh, questions that are troubling their hearts. And I think that we can be very uh, in comparison to how they are feeling. Uh, so I want to just strip it down a couple of, um, how do I say, uh, not topics, um, points. Thank you. Thank you, you guys. I'm a little bit sleep deprived as well. So uh, don't mind me. I, ha I just gave birth to my uh, uh, third baby, Miss Adeline. <laughs> I was like, one, two, three. Uh, six weeks ago so <laughs> so don't mind me so thank you Brittany I know I can count on Brittany and Bryson to count with the words for me um, but let's go with uh, chapter 14 verse 1 and this is Jesus comforting his disciples and he says don't worry or surrender to your fear in a uh, new NIV translation it says do not let your hearts be troubled for you've believed in God, now trust and believe in me also. Come on. And on verse 5, Thomas, a disciple of Jesus, says, Thomas said to him, Master, we don't know where you are going, so how could we know the way there? Because just the verse before, he says, and when everything is ready, I will come back to you, because he's telling them that I am leaving. He's letting them know that, hey, I am leaving. I'm no longer going to be with you physically. And Thomas is asking him one thing. He said, Master, we don't know where you're going. So how could we know the way there? And what's funny is the verse before, he said, Jesus says, and you already know the way to the place where I'm going. He literally just stated verse 4, you know where I'm going. And Thomas says, Jesus, verse 5, I don't know where you're going. Now, I want you to take the we don't know, and I want you to highlight it, circle it, whatever, and put that preface of a question that a lot of times we ask ourselves and says, Lord, I don't know what is happening with my life. I don't know what's happening in this relationship. I don't know why I keep sinning. I don't know why I'm still financially broke. I don't know why there's not healing in my life. I don't know why I am stuck. I don't know. Have any of you ever felt like that where you just, I don't know. Why is this happening? Why is this situation causing me to be stuck? I don't know. And if you ever wondered, how would Jesus respond to your I don't know? I want you to know this is what he says to Thomas, to the I don't know question. Jesus explained, I am the way. I am the truth. And I am the life. That was his answer. Now, I want you to just for a moment, the way Thomas did, he didn't remove himself from asking that question, even though Jesus literally just told Thomas, Thomas, you do know. He says, no, I don't know. And he said, and still Thomas came to Jesus and said, I don't know, Lord. So what I want to start with is say, take your I don't know to the all-knowing. Take your I don't know to the all-knowing. Take your doubt 
and uh, take it to the Lord that was able to establish it to faith. And I think it's time for our doubts to be questioned and for us to no longer question our faith because it's no longer about feeling, but it's about knowing. Amen. And I believe the Lord right now wants to establish his children to have the certainty of why you believe what you believe. Because everything in society is telling us this is the truth. This is the truth. And we begin to get confused. And just like last week, Everett did a phenomenal job of talking about exposing deception right now about the new age. Saying that this is the truth. You're the center. You're the universe. You are the answer. But Jesus says, I am the answer. I I am the way I am the truth and I am the life amen and he wants you to go from confused to confident from confused to confident where you know that you know that you know that he is Lord and that there's no maybe or buts or whatever someone says could completely submerge your truth he wants to have that confidence in you where you're confident that this is my Lord. Not Pastor Vlad's, not Hungry Generation, but it is my God. Amen. And he wants you to be able to have that where you have confidence, not confusion, clarity. Amen. And how can we get that? How can we get that confidence? The Lord uh, tells us how on verse 7, as he says, I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life. And he says in verse 7, and from now on you will realize that you have seen him and experienced him. I believe that it is okay to ask Holy Spirit, Lord, I want to experience you. I want to have encounters with you. Because we shouldn't just have our knowledge build up, but our experiences to also. Because the enemy wants to give you so many experiences of disappointment, discouragement, hopelessness, constant issues in life. So he wants it to start to teeter-totter that his, your experiences of constant throwbacks, uh, or how do I say, just constant issues that come through life. He wants you to experience only disappointments and less of the Lord. But what if you experience the Lord and Holy Spirit to such a degree that everything on this side of uh, the devil, his blueprint for your life doesn't affect you? The disappointments, the losses, the constant issues will not disappoint you because your experiences with the Lord cannot be defeated, amen? Cannot be beat, amen? So I want to encourage you and pray and ask for an experience with Holy Spirit. He wants you to experience Him. I will never forget a few years ago, I was working for psychiatrists and psychologists. And they were top notch in, in Washington State. They won awards. So they knew their stuff, okay? And they knew I was faith-filled Christian. And one of the psychiatrists asked me, why do you believe what you believe? Where does your faith come from? And I just stopped because I was like thinking, what on earth should I tell this man that is so intellectual, intelligent, and I'm not ready to debate with him. Let's just be honest. I don't know if I could measure. And, I was, and this is what I said. I was like, Holy Spirit, just answer for me. Just answer for me. And 
this is what I said. I said, you know, I'm not going to stand here and debate with you or throw scriptures of why I believe what I believe. But I'll tell you one thing, that he touched me and I'll never be the same again. And I said, I experienced him. And he looked me in the eye and he says, that's the best answer I've heard. Because you can't match the devil intellectually on social media with your debates. But when you tell, I experienced the Lord. My I don't know has gone from to the all-knowing to now I do know. Amen. He wants you to experience him. How can we go to the next level in life? With all the troubles at home, in your workplace, in society, what can we do to go to that next level and thrive? Is to invite Holy Spirit to be that help for you. In your home, in your career, in your spiritual walk. He wants you to go to that next level. So be like Thomas. It is okay to doubt, but don't allow your doubt to draw you away from the Lord. Let it draw you to the Lord. Amen. And I assure you, he will meet you with an experience. He says that I want to remove that doubt because I'm a helper. And I'm going to make you make sure that as soon as you walk out of my presence, you will know that I am the truth, the way, and the life. Come on. The second uh, question that we need to face and address that is in our hearts come from Philip Jesus replied uh, so Philip spoke excuse me I am on verse 8 and after Jesus says I am the truth the way the life and then 7 he says from now on you will realize that you have seen him and experienced him Philip spoke up Lord show us the father and that will be all that we need just show us prove it to us isn't that what society tells you to do? Prove it, right? Prove it. Tell us. Show us that Jesus is Lord. Jesus replied, Philip, I have been with you all this time, and you still don't know who I am? Now, we all talk about how Jesus is kind and gentle, but he knows how to rebuke. He knows how to confront. He did that with Pharaoh's. He never was afraid to, you know, confront and rebuke. And it was necessarily a rude awakening. I'm like, ouch. I've been with you all this time. And you still don't know who I am? How could you ask me to show you the Father? For anyone who has looked at me has seen the Father. I want you to take a moment and ask yourself, are you asleep? Is that you? Is that me? Am I sleeping through life? Am I sleeping through coming to services day in and day out? And am I sleeping? Or am I experiencing the Lord? Am I awake? Or is the enemy has put me to sleep? Has the enemy put me to sleep with my experiences of disappointment, discouragement, hopelessness? Or am I utilizing and taking advantage of what the Lord has given me? It's time to wake up and to level up. It's time. It's time to going from not knowing to knowing. It's time for us not to ask the Lord to show us, but to show Christ through us. 
It's time for us to stop questioning Jesus, but for people to say that is Jesus through us. Amen? He wants that for us. He says, I have given you all that you need to experience me. And right in John 14 is the answer to all these troubles, troubles of our hearts. We're addressing troubles in our hearts that I don't know. Show me, prove me. This doubt that is literally overwhelming our minds. But he wants us to get stronger in our faith. He wouldn't give us the gifts of the Holy Spirit for no reason if he didn't say there's more to take up. He wouldn't have given us the gift of faith if there wasn't more territory to take. For more things to ask for, to challenge your doubt. He would ask you, I want to give you the gift of faith because when you believe the impossible, I am there. I am the impossible. Come on. So we need to ask where he says that to show us, he said, I want to show myself through you. So in this, to confirm what I'm saying, uh, verse 12, he says, I tell you this timeless truth. The person who follows me in faith, believing in me, will do the same mighty miracles that I do. Even greater miracles than these because I go to be with my Father. Amen. For I will do whatever you ask me to do when you ask me in my name. He's saying right here, when I go to the Father and I give you Holy Spirit, he's about to introduce Holy Spirit. When I give you Holy Spirit, guess what? You will do greater miracles than I. You will no longer ask Jesus between you and him, show me, Lord. He says, show me. Show me. Amen. I know this is a challenging message, but he wants us to awake from our slumber, from our spirits, because he's saying, I, I want to give you something precious. Because I asked the Lord, what is the point of my message today? He says, I'm the point. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, that's, that was my impression in my heart. He said, what is the, I'm like, what is the point? What do you want me to, you know, talk about? He said, I am the point. That's all you need to do is point to me. So what does it say? John 14, 26. But the Comforter, Amplified Version, by the way. But the Comforter, Counselor, Helper, Intercessor, Advocate, Strengthener, Standby, the Holy Spirit. Whom the Father will send in my name, in my place, to represent me and act on my behalf. He will teach you all things and he will cause you to recall, in other words, remind you of, bring you to remembrance everything I have told you the secret the Holy Spirit three points here that I want to quickly draw from and if you guys can put the time on uh, the screen please so I know um, is the Holy Spirit is a comforter helper he is the teacher and he reminds us now I want to talk about the helper all of these things that we have just addressed in our troubled hearts the I don't know, the show me. How can this experience happen is when you have Holy Spirit helping you? How can we go to the next level in life and receive breakthrough is when Holy Spirit is invited. When you partner up with him, you have an advantage over other people that don't have him. An advantage. 
You have superiority. That is actually the definition, of, one of the definitions of advantage. You have an advantage up towards the enemy. He's like, I have an advantage over you, the blueprints, but the Holy Spirit says, I can unveil the blueprints of what God has planned for you. I've already went before you, he said in Psalms 139. He says, I already went into your future and I have set the steps for you. He's already went to the future. He already knows what it's going to look like and we just need Holy Spirit to guide us. He wants to be that helper, amen? And I just want to bring up a funny uh, little thing is because sometimes we are very stubborn. Are we not? I can do it by myself. And I thought that I'm like that. I, I wasn't like that. I'm like, I'm not. I can ask for help and all that. I have the worst time asking for help. It's like a prove myself every single day type of thing. I can prove myself. I can do it all. I can do this and this and this and this. And I keep stretching myself, keep stretching myself. And I have a lovely husband who wants to come and help me. And he's like, babe, you know, with this new season in our life, you know, with the baby, let me, you know, help you by hiring someone to kind of help you with the load of cleaning so that you can focus on the children and spend time and enjoy your time and that extra stuff he's like I know you can do it but why not get some extra help just for the meantime so that you can just enjoy your children so you're not just cleaning and trying to you know just maintain the home and all of that and I said no it's okay it's okay and I just constantly refuse I'm like no it's fine it's fine it's fine I can do it I can do it and he's like babe you don't need to prove yourself why do you refuse help and that just kind of hit me in a different level is that why would you refuse help from the Holy Spirit? Why would you refuse the helper who literally knows everything that has been written about you in heaven? Why would you refuse the helper to help you out so you can focus and enjoy your life? That abundant life that he promised us in John 10, right? The enemy has come to steal, kill, and destroy so you can focus on just trying to do it all by yourself. Right, moms? I know. Mother's Day. <laughs> I can do it. I can do it. I can do all things. <laughs> I can do all things. And he says, no, you can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So that means you constantly yield. So I want to encourage you another prayer point is to invite Holy Spirit to be your partner. I mean, every single day where he says, I am your dear friend. The Holy Spirit is not just the truth but he's a dear friend so when you're washing the dishes when you're fixing the car when you're going to your job and you're trying to make money and provide for your home when you're trying to do things and you're trying to take another a new uh job opportunity or another business opportunity invite holy spirit that is the secret holy spirit help me if this is the way you'll bring favor holy spirit what do you think i should do and the beautiful thing is is that he doesn't just stop in the day he speaks to you in the night David said in Psalms is that the Lord instructs me at night. What does that look like? That he literally will drop insights and ideas to you through the dreams. He will give you innovative ideas that will bring job breakthroughs. Where your mind is going, you're like, I know that wasn't me. That was the Lord. Come on. Because so many things as the enemy has robbed our nights, given us insomnia, nightmares. We're always thinking about the past. But I want to let you know that Holy Spirit is saying, I want to invite you to another way of living where I want to help you to believe that that land is yours, that that job is yours, that that healing is yours, that that testimony is yours. It's not just for your neighbors, it's for you.
come on. This is the Holy Spirit. He's the helper. He's saying, let me help you. Just invite me in and I will take over your nights. I will take over your days. I will give you the grace and the mercy that needs to follow you for the rest of your days. Invite me in. Invite me to your family, that person you are praying for. Let me do the work. Don't carry that burden. Come on. He wants to be your helper. He wants to advocate when you are accused by the accuser and he says, I have a different thing to say about her or about him. Don't you worry. I will take this case. I am your helper and teach you. Lord, how do I do this? I don't know how to raise a family. I have trauma from my family. I don't know how to do this job. I don't have a skill set. He says, let me teach you. So guess what happens? As long as you take advantage, take advantage, meaning you come to home group, you come to services, you actually open up the Bible, you actually go and listen to that podcast, you actually start reading books, and then he says, I'm going to send you the right books, the right podcasts, the right leaders, the right people to equip you and to teach you. So when you open up that book, that word opens up to you. And you're like, what is that word? I'm telling you, the Lord has counseled me through books, through podcasts, through mentorship, in all avenues because he is not limited. As long as you invite Holy Spirit, say, Holy Spirit, I don't want to just read books to read books to persuade me to question you, but to question my doubts. Because sometimes the books can be demonic just as well, right? Theories and all of that stuff. You need to ask Holy Spirit to guide you and to know those authors that they are in tune with the Holy Spirit. And when they are, they start to tune you in to your life, to your past. Why are you stuck? And he says, this is why. Because of this, because of that. And then he says, go to therapy go here go and do this go to life group stop being in depression he's like I will set you free from depression because some things you can't help yourself so he said let me help you I want to take you here I'm going to do this let him teach you don't let him limit you don't go from your day and not listen to anything because guess what the enemy is what you'll be listening to if you're not filling your spirit if you're not filling your mind the enemy will do it for you that's why we're in so much doubt come on let's be real so he wants to say let me teach you let me teach you be my student take notes be hungry because he says for those that are hungry and thirst for righteousness they shall be come on hungry generation amen I want to come to just one last thing where it says recall and remind you. The third part about Holy Spirit. I want to remind you, bring to your remembrance everything I have told you. In the moment of decision making in our lives, in the moment to take us to that next level, to bring that breakthrough, whatever that may look like for you, he wants to remind you of what he's done for you what he has said to you before the enemy takes root into your heart and tells you like it is that's not going to happen they're going to die that's not going to happen that's going to be the testimony that's not going to happen you're going to be constantly asking for uh to borrow money you're constantly going to be discouraged anxiety is who you've been you grew up that way this is how you are that's just your story but the lord is saying that i want to remind you that I said it is finished I want to remind you that I had the last say 
that it says in Psalms 138 verse 8, he says that I will finish the good work that I have begun in you. If I have begun it, I will finish it. Amen. He wants to remind you who he is. He wants to remind you that he is the I am. That he is the I am to whatever you need. Fill what he's like, Lord, I need this. I am that I am. That means I am the truth. I am the way. I am the life. I am your answer. I am the center. It is him. He is the point. He is Jesus. Come on. So he wants us to wake up. He doesn't want us to be like Philip. I have been with you all this time. And the enemy has put a veil over your eyes so that you can't see that I've been watching over you. I've been watching over you all this time for not allowing this to happen or that to happen. I've been with you, showing you that I do have favor. I gave this person into your life, this family, this job breakthrough. The enemy removes, puts the veil over our eyes so that we cannot see that God is actually working in our lives. That he is for you. That he is for your dreams. Come on. And so today, what is the point? He is. Jesus is the point. And Holy Spirit was introduced here, John 14, by these disciples that had troubles in their hearts. And it's okay to have troubles. It is okay. It as long as that draws us to the Lord. Closer. Even after we sin. Not to run away from him, but to run faster to him. No matter what your case or situation is, he will not throw rocks at you. He will be your rock. Amen? So I want us to take the time right now and the opportunity is just to, to stand up. And we're going to invite uh, the Holy Spirit and for us to literally ask for him to be involved in our everyday life to be involved, for him to be our partner, our friend, in whatever new place that you want to take. If it is your job, if it is your family, if it is a breakthrough or healing in your body, whatever it is, to ask Holy Spirit to have his way. Amen? Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed this week's message. If you like what you've heard, you can find more of this great content on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, and even Pinterest. In other words, we would love to connect with you for the latest and greatest info on all conferences and internships. Remember, better is not good enough. The best is yet to come.